Yes, you do. Come on back each and every day. We're appreciative of you because without you, there's no us. We'd be just talking to ourselves. That's no fun. Well, it is sometimes. But not not as much fun as talking to you each and every day. 9 to noon right here. Russell Medhurst right here on the Team 980. Streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Matty Ice on the other side of the glass. Be kind and courteous to him. When you call in today at 301-230-0980, hit us on Twitter at Russellmania621, Mr. Under... Start that again. Mr. Underscore Me, 93 for Matty Ice. And, of course, me, I keep it simple, at Pete Medhurst. You sure there's not another underscore in there just to make it more confusing? I don't know. Is there? In in Matt's... Nope, just one under. Yeah. See, I thought I had it right. No, I mean you're the you're the professional. I you, just keep it you, at Pete Medhurst. You just no, well, no, see, no. but here's the thing. I mean that matches right. kind of your personality. Right, you, but you're, you're straightforward. I, I, even I, though I've changed I my it. header, my header says Pete on right, sports, but right. you know, is that what you call that on Twitter? I don't. I never know what to call that. Like mine is. You know, Chris Russell, aka the Rooster, or whatever the hell I did. Mm-hmm. Is that is that what it is? It's, yeah, it's kind like, of like because your handle, like the, yeah, because like, your at thing, yeah, because right? it's the first thing you see right. is kind of like you know the header. Okay. Um, I didn't know what that was really referred to—a title. See, position, I'm, I mean, whatever. I'm lucky. Okay, uh, you know, there's like a musician, uh, Peter Medhurst, who I think is from England. I'm actually surprised there are as many Medhursts in the United States as there are because we're pretty much an English, Irish, uh, Australian type origin of our family. So, you know, whenever I see them, I, I mean, I've never met a another Medhurst in America, but whenever I come across them, like when I do Ancestry and stuff like that, I'm kind of like, oh, okay, that's another Medhurst because we're not exactly Smith, Jones, Russell, which is a pretty common name. Think about that. Which is, of course, the name that anybody would choose if they had to choose a well, fake radio just like name, right? Larry Russell, Roxy Russell, right. Nipsey Russell, you know. Chris Russell. Chris I mean, Russell. you know, it's just the name that anybody would choose that didn't have that name given to them upon birth. It's the name you would choose, right? If, say, you were threatened with a two-year, $150,000 contract and you provided a list of 30 Italian-sounding last names and offered to change your first name, but were told, no thanks, no thanks, no thanks, and if you don't accept this name, you're going to not get the contract. I mean, that's it's just what everybody would do, right? Yeah, Chris Russellini, you know. <laughs> You could have done I, that. That I, would have been all I right. I think at one point I I tried before I knew Diana Russini. I mm-hmm. did. I I think I tried the Russini part. I think I did the Russolini part. Um, like I definitely like did. Some, hey, you know, Italian dictator from the forties. Exactly. I definitely did the. Hey, I'm willing to change my first name to avoid the con- the conflict with the Mad Dog, and he still looked at me and said, "No, not going to work." Then again, that was when radio was even more weird than it is now in mm-hmm. terms of the rating system. I mean, the ratings and Arbitron, or not Arbitron, Nielsen and all that crap. Well, it was Arbitron at that time. It was, but it was diaries. It yes. was like written diaries. Oh, dude. I mean, it. 22 years right. ago was written diaries. Let me, give you a scary, let me give you a scary thing to back up your point. As a program director, I started my own all-sports station in 1990. Mm-hmm. So I had a chance to go to Arbitron, which was rate, late, located in Laurel at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so our company had Q one hundred and five. We had my all sports station on nine sixty, 
And Q105, of course, one of the top music stations Wait, in the Salisbury Ocean City market. Was it the Pete 960? Or? No, of course. Uh, it, it was not the Pete it, 960. If I knew how to market it then, like I do now, I would have called it the Pete 960, <laughs> no doubt about it. But so, you know, we would go because our, our main competition um, was, you know, 99.9 KHI, which was the station Heist worked at uh, in Ocean City. OC 104 with the Wookiee Man in the afternoon. And a country station, WICO, which was located literally right down the street from us. So, but to your point, people were given, I want to say it was a dollar to fill out over a course of a week your radio listening habits. What are you listening to at that time? And the amount of people that would write something like, I'm listening to the Wookiee Man on Q105. Not the Boogie Man. Not the Boogie Man. The Wookiee Man. The problem is, I'm the boogeyman. Wookie Man is on OC 104. So what would happen is, mm. what would happen is, instead of getting full credit because they wrote down Q 105, you only got half credit because they wrote down Wookie Man too. So they would give half credit to OC 104, half credit to Q 105. Mm. So that's how our lives. Just to give you a little inside radio, that's how our lives for many years in radio were determined is to whether somebody wrote things down the right way, you know? And if you write down the wrong, you know, somebody writes down the wrong station, you know, it costs you potentially a job. And that's, for many, many years, how our livelihoods were judged here. Now, you know, they got a bunch of electronic equipment they allegedly put in your car, except not everybody gets it. Like, you know, say, for instance, they gave it to somebody like Lou, okay, who listens to us a lot. Jeff in Vienna. Mm-hmm. Okay, if those guys got oh, those we'd things, have, we'd have we'd, uh, elephantitis for radio. Right, exactly. <laughs> that, 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 that'd be a big number. Um, but the point is, is not everybody gets one. You're at the mercy of whether your people get one. We have we have uh, all football season long here for the most part. Now we've had every line we possibly have lit over three hours of a show. If none of those people get you know, any of that listening apparatus, right. then, you know, how do we really know how many people are listening? Just to your point about, um, you know, backing up, right. uh, you know, at the faults in all of this system. Well, so, that's why your boy never goes by television ratings as like the end all be all and what we should always talk about. But it about. does give what, you a good idea. It gives you an idea. It, does it give gives you, you an idea. idea. Um, I, I mean, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on that, but uh, the system is beyond flawed, right? I mean, we should be able to do better in 2022 when it comes to TV ratings, mm-hmm. when it comes to radio ratings, all that stuff. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's how uh, I, I, I became a Russell. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm an adopted son, right? You're not an adopted son of the Medhurst clan. I am an adopted son hell i could be larry and roxy russell's adopted son right you think uh yeah it is yeah. roxy right yeah i said the right name yeah you got okay it. i mean i could be their adopted son how about that i mean do you think they would take me or do you think they would hate me oh sure i'm, I'm sure larry would love okay. i'm sure larry would love to sit down and tell you all about north carolina north carolina got the season started we're all right can i tell you about drake may yeah i mean Chris, let me tell you about Drake May. He's a great quarterback. They had some bad losses earlier in the year, but you know what? That team is starting to build some momentum. What, number 15, I think, in the ratings? Mm -hmm. Uh, Last night I was watching that. By the way, Larry Russell tight with John Harbaugh. Oh, Despite rooting for the Commanders. 
But because of his military connection, he's developed a great relationship with nice. John Harbaugh. So when when things go bad, I like me some John. Here's Harbaugh. what happens: John they, Harbaugh is my kind of coach. When things go bad, Coach Harbaugh blames everything on Larry. Mm-hmm. So when things go good, Larry tries to claim all the good stuff with Coach Harbaugh. That's okay. That's okay. I That's told okay. Lamar to run to the right. They were overplaying him to the left. I told him to run to the right, and he scored a touchdown. That's okay. So. That's all right. Uh, all right, so here's Larry how, and Roxy Russell, great Americans, by the way. Here's Appreciate how, their service. Absolutely. Here's how I wanted to open up the show, uh, if you uh, would let me uh, uh, just kind of uh, take the baton here. Um you know, so yesterday, before we got out of here, we found out that Jay-Z and Bezos, along with uh, Lauren Sanchez, are you ready for some <clears throat> dot, 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 um, in her Instagram-y picture there, um, from Monday night met at a private closed restaurant for over two hours in Hollywood, um, and then Jay-Z apparently stayed for a couple of hours extra, and there was some other clown from the Kardashians or whatever. Or somebody uh, Was it Matt? Did you try and tell me? Maybe it wasn't you. I, I can't remember. So Maybe it was Linnell. I, 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 somebody mentioned to me that – oh, no, it was J.P. Finley that mentioned to me some other clown that was part of this group that was associated or is the step somebody or something of the Kardashians. Let me just tell you, as soon as I heard the word Kardashians, I got very, 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 very nervous about anything uh, to do with this. But I'm willing to overlook a flaw, right? Um, I'm willing to overlook a flaw to say, okay, listen, clearly the Bezos and um, Jay-Z connection has the most star power, the most appeal, the most potential for bringing this franchise from the wreckage that it has been in for the last 30 years. Beyond, be, before even Dan got here, it was not going in the right direction. Dan made it a lot worse, but this isn't just a 23-year thing. This is a 30-year thing that this organization has largely sucked and has largely been an embarrassment. So there is the thought, Pete, that anything like a walrus <laughs> could do a better job owning this franchise than Dan Snyder. And it's hard to disagree with that. Okay? So I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, just because Jeff Bezos and Jeff, uh, 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 you know, apparently doesn't treat. Like, let his housemaids go to the bathroom in, in, in a certain area of, of his mansion that Jeff Bezos is going to be Dan Snyder. Or just because, you know, I heard at the end of Kevin's show, uh, Jay-Z, you know, was with the Brooklyn Nets and he didn't do everything that he, I guess, promised that he would do. And he's got all this. A, a, anyway, the, the long and the short of it, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I know exactly what these people are going to be if they eventually become the owners. Here's what I know. They've got star power, star appeal. They've got buzz factor. And they instantly make the Washington Commanders relevant again, something they have largely not been in a positive way for 30 years. At times they have, but relevant, real relevance, and not for dysfunction, real relevance. So here's where I'm getting with this, right? We don't know if these guys are actually going to win the bid. Obviously, others are involved. There are sports owners involved, like a Josh Harris. Uh, there are business empires uh, like Byron Allen, so on and so forth. Uh, Matt Ishba, is that how you say his name? Mm -hmm. Ishba, Uh, who was the Michigan State Guard uh, way back when. I don't even remember him, but, you know, he was. Um, All of these guys are great. 
but the star appeal and the star power of Bezos, Jay-Z, McConaughey, possibly Kevin Durant, just if you take those four, is so appealing to a franchise that has run amok that I, I keep everything I think of goes back to them. Whether that's going to be right or wrong, I don't know. So here's my question. If you could get five minutes with Jeff Bezos right now, which you can't. You can't even buy that on Amazon. Could you imagine what that would cost on Amazon? What, buying five minutes? Buying five minutes with <laughs> Jeff Bezos. I mean, if I, I'd wait for it to be on one of the like um, the deals that they have or something like that. Or uh, the what's the day that they give? Um, oh, uh, Giving Wednesday? Uh, you mean... Um, What's the like the days to the like day or early two in Black October? Friday? Yeah. Oh, prime, prime. something prime yeah. days, prime, prime days, days, right? Something right? like that. And Whatever. they do like an early Black Friday thing. If you could bend Jeff Bezos' ear for five minutes, five minutes. <laughs> if you could bend his ear, forget about Jay Z and McConaughey, just mm. Bezos. Okay. Mm. The founder and architect of an empire that has exploded over the last 20 years and 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 built him into the fourth richest man in the world. And let's be honest, if he didn't get divorced, he might be richer than Elon Musk, okay, who is the number one, I guess, richest dude in the world. But whatever. He, he's, his net worth is $114 billion, and apparently he very much wants to buy the commanders, which a lot of us were always wondering about and thinking – but we didn't know because you can't ask Jeff Bezos. But just, again, hypothetical, if you could bend his ear for five minutes, what's three things? Three things that you would say, all right, I got five minutes with Jeff Bezos. He might buy my favorite team. What's one or two things, maybe not even three, that you would want to ask him or want him to know? It's a fascinating question. That's why I asked it. Yeah, it's a fascinating question because, I mean, I, I think, again, there are so many – there are so many things that they must correct in so many facets of their organization. The question is, is which ones do you, I mean, which ones do you put priority on? Because there's so many things that have to be corrected. Now we could sit here and talk about the stadium quote as a whole. We all know that. I think Bezos knows that. I think all their, their people, uh, you know, anyone that gets involved in the bidding know that you've either got to upgrade the current stadium or knock it down and build another one somewhere, whether it's Landover, whether you try to fit and squeeze in some, you know, some form of steel girders on the RFK site, which I'm not, just not sure you can, uh, to be honest with you, you know, because I don't, I don't want it to go to the RFK site just to go to the RFK site. Mm -hmm. If you can't build something that's going to make it worth it for the new owner, if he can't really make it what he wants it to be, because of the limitations down there, you know, I just assume keep it in Landover, move it to Virginia if you're going to get to build what you want to build. So that's that's I mean that's probably a party pooper for all the RFK people. Mm -hmm. And believe me, I'd, I'd love it to be at RFK. But the question is ultimately is can you do something worthwhile at the RFK site that makes it worth it to host other events year round and things of that nature. So right. I mean. Can um, you build the entertainment district which that I we still talked say about no. that you need basically no. to, to make the stadium more than just an isolated experience? Essentially what you have to do is make the entertainment district on the other side of that bridge that come on East Capitol 
it would have to be over there in the Minnesota Avenue area. Yeah, You'd have that's to not really... good, that's not a good idea, right? Well, I, I mean, mean, just from a logistics standpoint, from a logistics standpoint, you could question it. People walking, people would have to walk across water to get there, which might not be too bad if you if you dress it up nicely. But you really, you really got to go over into that Minnesota Avenue area and in that infrastructure. And I think you would almost have to knock down and rebuild mm-hmm. over there. Yeah. And I just don't think you can do that. Just don't think you could do that at this point. Ultimately, to me, if I if I bend Jeff Bezos here, big first thing, Jeff, don't forget about football. Football and your your football product has to be the number one priority. That means hiring the right president slash general manager. That means having the right coaching staff in place. That means attentiveness to players. Get your players the best facilities. So when they come into the locker room every day, the training facility is top flight. It's up to snuff. It allows your medical staff to get those players back on the field as fast as possible. Give them the tools that they need. Don't forget about the football operation in all of the enthusiasm to build a new stadium and to build an entertainment mecca and all this other stuff, don't forget about football. Prioritize football number one, no matter what. Because I think sometimes people get involved, you know, in, in this stuff, and they're like, oh, the glitz and glamour of being an owner and having events at my stadium and everything like that, and they don't necessarily put the resources that they need. So football, priority number one. Make sure that you do that. So, number two, be cognizant of the community mm-hmm. that wherever your new stadium is going to be, be cognizant of that community. And when you say that, just real quickly, let me jump in. You mean not building, say, in Dumfries, as opposed to if you're going to build in Virginia, building in Loudoun County, Sterling, uh, even Woodbridge, better than, say, build, Dumfries. Right. Be- being aware of some of the logistical issues that you would inherit or deal with. Be aware of, A, where your metro, your public transportation lines are. Be aware of your on-off, you know, major roadways. You know, am I coming off 95? Am I coming off the Beltway? Am I coming off of, you know, 66, 28, Route 7, the toll road, whatever. Be cognizant of your community and what your customers have to do to get to your venue and support your product because you want your customers to not only support the commanders, but you want them to be able to support the other events that you're going to have. You're going to want to have concerts. You're going to want to try and have NCAA regionals, the final four, all that stuff. Okay. Be cognizant of your customer. And, and that's to me, those are the top two things before we do anything else. That a new ownership group here in Washington has to be cognizant of uh, if you're going to get a chance to bend the ear of the new owners. All right. 301-230-0980. 301-230-0980. That's your number to drop aboard. And tell us, if you had five minutes with Jeff Bezos and you could bend his ear, three things, one thing, two things, whatever amount of things you had five minutes with jeff bezos 
Just Bezos alone. Forget about the Jay-Z component because that might be different. You know, you might want entertainment. You might want better music. You might want a better sound system. You might want Beyonce to perform at halftime every game uh, against, uh, I don't know, the Arizona Cardinals. Whatever the case might be. I okay? bet you she would be able to perform if we had a Super Bowl in the new venue. Uh, I would I would think you, you might want to just dial her up. You might have uh, like an inside track, just if you will. Uh, 301-230-0980. If you had five minutes to Ben Jeff Bezos here. What would you want him to know? What would you ask him? What would you demand of him if you had that opportunity? Five minutes. Jeff Bezos, one thing, two things, three things, whatever it might be, hit us up, 301-230-0980 or on Twitter, at Pete Medhurst. Very simple. Very easy. Simple man. At WrestleMania621. A little bit more difficult. At Mr. Me and me and me and underscore and me, 93 for Matt. Very unsimple. That's Mr. Underscore me, 93. You're listening it's to us. Very on, difficult. Yeah, you're listening to us on the Team 980. More importantly, streaming live for free no matter where you go. Gotten so many compliments on the Odyssey app here of late. We appreciate you listening right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free. That's right, free. We're customer service friendly right here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty at WrestleMania 621 at Pete Medhurst at Mr. Underscore Me 93 from Matty Ice. You get five minutes with Jeff Bezos. You get a chance to bend his ear. Just don't hurt his ear cartilage. Okay, it's very tender. How do you know that? Feel your ear, Chris. I can... I can tug on it. Okay. Doesn't that feel kind of tender, a little flimsy? Yeah, not really. You don't think so? No. Well, then maybe you got Dr. Spock ears or something that we don't I mean, know about. I've got uh, other tender things on my body. Okay. Yeah. Isn't it like five pounds of torque is enough to rip off a human ear or something like that? Uh, I don't yeah, know. Just I mean, ask Mike Tyson. Mike Mike bit off part of Evander's yeah. ear. Doesn't seem. I mean, it seems very flimsy, Matt. Yeah. It seems very easy to do damage to your ear cartilage. Look yeah. at like wrestlers. Like wrestlers, like amateur wrestlers. Oh yeah. Those dudes have cauliflower, cauliflower ear for the rest ears. of their yeah. lives. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, like they, Bob Backlund used to have oh, uh, no doubt. that all the time. Uh, by the way, Noble Matthew Martin. Uh, is asking what's Matt's Twitter handle again? Mister underscore me and underscore three. There's and not a second three. underscore. Oh, okay. You're oh, confusing him. You're going to uh, have people sending messages to some other estranged Mister underscore me underscore ninety three. I'm starting to forget my own Twitter handle at this point. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is this is the whole genius. Um, <laughs> the genius is to take something that's weird and try and spin it into my own. In my mind, I'm trying to bleep with as many people as I possibly can. Uh, Dan Snyder's Yacht Tracker, before we mm-hmm. get uh, to the calls, uh, which uh, is a great Twitter handle still. And he's now expanded his portfolio into following other owners. I've seen Jerry Jones. I've seen uh, athletes. I've seen all sorts of things, uh, right? Uh, 
Uh, so he he says uh, th- the three things that he would bend Jeff Bezos here, uh, bringing on celebrity minority owners to help with free agent signings and make the stadium a cool place to be, which certainly Jay-Z and Kevin Durant and all that uh, would, would indicate. Uh, hire the lead of the Amazon HQ2 project to run the new stadium project. Interesting. Okay. And number three, <laughs> this made me laugh. Drone beer delivery <laughs> at the new stadium. What could go wrong? Could you imagine a freaking drone dropping you in a $12 beer and bringing it to your seat? Well, it would have to be a can uh, or a bottle, one or the right. other. Right. Well, you can't have bottles. So, it, yeah, I guess it would have to be a can, right? I mean, maybe a cup with ice in a can kind of thing. Well, See, they probably wouldn't even do that because I doesn't the person pour the beer for you in a cup when he brings it to you in the stands? Uh, yeah, probably. Because they don't See, want anybody hurling yeah. a 22-ounce can at a football player or a coach or something like that. What happens if in the legacy seats they decide to put Alexa in so you can just say, Alexa, I want a beer? Is that sudden, an Amazon thing? Yep. Is Alexa an Amazon? Alexa's an Amazon okay. thing. I mean, how about that? How about, how about also... Somebody just standing while, by. Just while we're dreaming, right? I'll you can have you like Amazon right Music Unlimited at your seat, built into you, your seat, so that you could listen to the game broadcast. You could listen to, I don't know, the Eagles. You could <laughs> listen to Zach Brown Band. You could listen to, uh, who else do I like? Garth Brooks. I mean, you can listen to all of your favorite music in case the product sucks. In case you're disappointed by what you're seeing out on the football field, at least you got some good tunes. Amazon Music Unlimited. Perfect. Ray of Sunshine says three things. New name, Red Wolves. New stadium at RFK site. Hire football people to run the team. So Here's a serious thing before we get to the calls that I I, I thought of, and I think you're going to like this. I want more than the best coaching staff, right? Because that's subjective, and Mm -hmm. so is this, but here's what I know. There have been many, many, many times, I don't know exactly how you would define it right now, but there have been many times, and I trust me, I know a lot of people that have been involved, let's just say that, that their college and pro scout was so, staff, was so undermanned, was so undermanned that, you know how like every NFL team like grades every NFL player, kind of like pro football focus. Yeah, sure. But, you know, they they have files on every, and every college. They didn't have the manpower to do that. They didn't have the manpower at times to do that under Bruce Allen because mm-hmm. they had, I'll just bring you this name, Scott Campbell, okay? Uh, Marion Campbell's son, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, if you don't remember. Longtime NFL coach. Scott was here forever. Scott's a good man. Uh, he's no longer here. He's been gone for an, a number of years Scott was running the college and the pro scouting department while being on the road 125 days a year. Yeah, it's not ideal. That not I, at all. that cannot happen. Nope. So the the number one thing that I would say would sustainably build a great football organization would be the best, the richest, the most well paid, the most the deepest, every bit of technology that you could possibly mm-hmm. find. In the pro and college scouting department, I would have so many people running around that literally somebody would be around to wipe the pro and college scouting director's 
backside. Talk when, they, when, when they go to take a poop, when they go to mm. drop a deuce, I would have somebody that to mean... do that. Okay, you know what? To make their lives easier and this organization theoretically better. Well, when I'm working in their college scouting department under the new ownership. Maybe you could do that. Um, no, maybe you could be the person that comes in <laughs> and wipes <laughs> that hook up. Chris standing here. Say. What was that? Chris standing here. Chris standing oh, here. Oh, that was Kirk. Oh, that was Kirk. <laughs> Chris standing here right now. I couldn't I couldn't figure out who that was. <laughs> it was your boy. He knew you were standing by, uh, ready to wipe that number eight. Took us. Hey, listen, Kirk's my guy. Okay, I'm not going to apologize. Well, I will for say the Vikings, the best quarterback that this franchise has seen I mean, in 30 years. The Vikings years. dudes were good to to you the other day. I mean, there's no doubt about it. But that's you know we go back to you know when people talk about the industry. Okay, the great part about the industry used to be the fact that when you went out to the facility, you could get five, ten, fifteen minutes sometimes off to the side with either a player if they mm-hmm. were willing, mm-hmm. a coach, an administrator. And and not they wouldn't even think twice about it. And you could cultivate trustful and trustworthy relationships where they knew they could tell you things that you wouldn't immediately go run back and report, but it would help you have the groundwork to research things in other ways to eventually, you know, dig things up and uh, find stories. But also it, it allows you to have better opinions when you're when you're on the air. I mean, right now you got people that just take total guesses sometimes in this industry, and some of them are willing to do it in public forums, and they get burned by it. Mm-hmm. But we just don't get the the access to those relationships that we used to have in almost every sport. What makes what I have at Navy incredibly unique, where you know, I mean, I text Coach Nimatololo uh, anytime I want. I can go watch his practice. I can go watch his full practice. Three days a week. Well, because he trusts you, and he knows no, you, and he no. knows you're not going to burn Anybody, him. anybody. John Q. Public can walk onto the Naval Academy grounds oh. Monday through Wednesday and watch. Like, if you're an Air Force fan, you could come in there, and you could stand on the sidelines and watch practice. Really? Yes. Yes. In case you haven't wondered, what we do is not real complex, Okay. We're not, you know, we're, we're, we're coming to the line with a bullhorn. Hey, we're probably running some form of option here. Get ready. Okay? But people can come. We're one of the last bastions in college football because you got people that buckle up their joint like Fort Knox. At the Naval Academy, if you got an ID, you can walk on. You can come on and enjoy our campus. and You mm. can watch football practice mm. three days a week. They try to limit things. At the tail end of the week, just in case they want to work on some things that are mm. non-traditionally part of what we're doing. But yes, you can come watch the whole practice. Right. You can come watch a you can come watch a leader at work in Kendi Amatololo. It's there a beautiful go. thing. There you go. All but, right, three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. We want to grab a quick call, call or two uh, before uh, the trending alert. What let's do we do that? go to Bowie where Matthew's hanging out. What's up, Matthew? How you guys doing? What's up, um, Matt? Long time uh, listener, first time caller. Um, if I had five minutes uh, with Bezos, I would say, "Hey man, uh, change the name, move it, keep them in Prince George's County where they're at right now." Mm. I think we have. Uh, yes, yeah, I'm a I'm a proponent, man. You you build it right beside the old stadium. You're not going to have, in my opinion, based on what also Brooks uh, has been stating, the issues with the entertainment district. She wants to build that. If you put it in D.C., I think you're going to have a problem with eminent domain. 
And what's going to happen is you're going to have a big stink about basically displacing minority residents. Mm -hmm. But once again, another, uh, you know, some billionaires business exploits to, quote unquote, help find help the city, you know, bring in revenue. That's I think right now the climate is not uh, where that would be, uh, you know, looked upon too good. Virginia. That's just way, 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 way out there. And I think you have to do too many uh, infrastructure uh, upgrades, in my opinion, humble opinion. I think uh, where the stadium is right now is opportune. I'll hang up and let you guys go ahead and uh, keep uh, going. I think that's uh, really it. interesting. I, I, You know, I do wonder, Pete, you know, all of the issues with the RFK site and then potential Virginia sites, if people just go, you know what? As much as sometimes going out to Landover stinks and it's not a pleasurable experience at times, especially if the crowd, you know, once again gets up to a certain level, that that might just be the best option for everyone in terms of being close enough to the city that you can easily mm-hmm. get there. Yes, the metro is an issue, but maybe there's some things that can be done. There's nothing to say that you can't have the the current metro station, which is right off of Joe Gibbs Way and have shuttle buses or some sort of something to help people get to the front step or the the front entry of the brand new stadium there's or, or the current stadium, yeah. stadium there's nothing to be said look, that you can't do that the you problem is the problem is as i've often stated on the east side of the stadium you have water <laughs> you mean at the rfk site at the rfk yeah. site okay that's a problem you can't build in you have to build over right. and we're right. not doing that then you have the area where, like, where DC United used to train there, and that parking lot over there. You could certainly, you could certainly build something small over there at the expense of on-site parking spots. But remember, on-site parking is revenue that goes directly, uh, if I'm to not mistaken, o- yeah. to, to to the owners. Right. So you want to have as much of that as you can. Well, it's why the current team discounts the tickets and not the parking. Right. So that <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you I think mean, about it, right? No doubt. So we've either got to. Knock down the D.C. Armory. Um, I know there's like a skate park over there. Yeah. Um, the D.C. Armory, I was told at one point, would be like where the new facility would be, like the daily facility. Tra- and, re- and, re- and remember sure. that. that It's it's not just about the entertainment and hospitality village and parking. It's they want the everything to be centrally located, if, if at all yeah. possible. Uh, again, well, if you centrally locate it, like here's the thing. If you're if you centrally located it, that's more tax dollars for Maryland if it's in Maryland because the families are mm-hmm. likely to move to Maryland in Correct. Prince George's County or Correct. the surrounding areas. In the DC, in DC, there some of them are likely to move into DC. Correct. That might be tricky though because of the logistics. Some might be in Maryland, some might be in Northern Virginia, it's some not might that be bad, in DC. Though. But everybody would then be able to get then, a little piece of the pot. But you you really can't push out much further than that because like I mean I ref, I've refereed a ton over at Eastern High School before which is around the corner there. You're not knocking down Eastern High. I believe it's Elliott High Middle where I've actually done a middle school game over there. So you're not you're you're not uh, knocking down the school over there. And it's just like Matthew brought up. You're talking about eminent domain and running residents out of there, and I don't think you're going to be able to do that. You know, And I don't think building a small cupcake-style stadium like RFK is is really appealing to new ownership. Let's go to Essex before the break. What's up, Essex? Uh, hang on one second. Uh, you hear me? Got gotcha. you. Yeah. Go ahead. We got you down. 
I'm 75 years old. I went to Eastern High School. My man. I'm an engineer. I play football. Now, listen, they can build a jury world right there, but they had to get rid of the army, the old hospital, and the jail. Right. You understand me? Yep. They, we could build a jury's world at that site. I'm telling you. Uh, you can't build Jerry's. No, no, no. Wait, you're talking about at the RFK I'll site. Tell you, I'll tell you. I'm saying like, I'm telling you, same like uh, Jerry, uh, Jerry Jones built down there. Oh, okay, but, you, but you're, ta- I'm sorry, you're talking about at the RFK site, correct? Right. right. Okay. And- I, like Pete, right. has, Pete has mentioned many times, and Eleanor Holmes Norton, a very influential politician, has said you can't build wide, you can build up, okay? The problem with building—and we appreciate the phone call—the problem with building up, Pete, is you can build up, but remember, as you build more and more up, it becomes more steep, if you will, yeah, sure. and therefore people are not going to want to sit— 500 yards away and pay $110 a ticket Mm -hmm. or whatever it is, plus Washington gold and and parking and this, that, and the other thing, they ain't going to want to sit 500 yards away from from the end zone. And just like like Essex pointed out, you know, that jail, which is, again, kind of on the southeast side, if I'm not mistaken, of the area. I don't know anything about that jail. It it, it butts up to the water, Mm -hmm. but also you have metro lines – that run underneath the ground right there. And I don't think you're going to want to disrupt uh, the Metro lines because that's oh. where between where the RFK is now and that jail is where the Stadium Armory Metro site lets out. So you're not going to disrupt that Metro area. To me, right. there are just too many logistics to get what you want over there. And as much as and, – and who knows? Maybe, maybe Ted – gets involved with another group because remember Ted wants Ted would I think optimally like another indoor facility uh you know that maybe he could host a final four as a part of you know maybe they all pal in together I mean of course I know sometimes too many cooks spoil the broth but maybe you could get a powerhouse ownership group together and it benefits both people I mean I'd love to sit down with Ted just to ask him how 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 important is it to really get a different facility and potentially outside of Chinatown where he really thinks you could go within the district? Because, I mean, obviously Ted's very dialed in on that, that type of mm-hmm. stuff to see is it more advantageous to him to build a new structure, something like that. Now, you could build something like that probably over on that site. You could probably build a new basketball-slash-hockey-type facility but on the RFK, on the yeah, RFK they, site. Well, that's what I suggested last week, and I was called reckless and irresponsible. So, Chris in Hyattsville, who thinks you know I'm reckless and irresponsible with everything I say. We got guys ready to hijack you outside the window out here. Really, the window washers. Oh gosh, <laughs> we should take some video of they, this. They look like they're getting ready to break into the show here. They, they hate me that much that they're trying to climb the windows out here. This is kind of crazy. I mean, this guy. Yeah. Is sitting here. I think he knows we're talking about him. He's got a bucket. He's smiling at us, and he's climbing the windows, trying to clean the uh, windows. You know what cells. else he's getting? Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. You yes. know what else he's getting? A lot of money. Because uh, if you're a climber, 
Uh, You're yeah. getting paid a lot of cash, Hoss. You think so? Oh, 100%. Really? Dude. What's, what's a lot say, of cash? Uh, I'm sure these guys are easily six-figure workers. No! Dude, to climb trees and climb uh, 10-story buildings? No, come on. Dude. Come on. I've heard this from I've heard this from people who climb. Like you climb towers, like people that climb radio towers uh-huh. to fix light bulbs on radio towers. Those guys get big money. You know why? Because it takes massive stones to hang by a rope from the top of a ten-story building. According to Google, high-rise window cleaner salary in D.C. is between forty-four to sixty-four thousand. Yeah, that's not that much. That's incorrect. Let's that, go. No, that's ask logical. Jose out there. They pay. Ask Jose. How do you know his name is Jose? It says right. He's got a patch right on his shirt. Oh, okay. Said Jose. Come on. Right, well, then <laughs> that I guess his name is Jose. Hello, my name is Jose. <laughs> I mean, just <laughs> all right. We gotta. We, we, oh, why, don't, why, why don't we blow off the trending? We're already way late. Three oh one. Can we do that? Three oh. Sorry. Here's what's trending. This show is behind schedule, and we're talking about everything and anything. How would you bend the ear of Jeff Bezos for five minutes? We got uh, a bunch of calls coming up uh, and a bunch of tweets. What would you tell Jeff Bezos? I got a couple more things on my list. Three oh one two three oh zero nine eighty. It's the team nine eighty and listening live for free on Window Walk Talk. Right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. That's how you get to us. Touchdown at ten. Straight ahead. Don't want to shortchange anybody on any of the calls because we got to hit the break at the top of the hour. We'll get to you right here at the top of the hour. Um, you know, you talk about if you had a chance to bend Bezos's ear. First tweet says, new name, Washington Prime. New coach, Prime Times. Serve, Prime Burgers. Oh, I mean, I totally get, obviously, the connection. What do you think this fan base would say if it was, uh, what was the first one? Washington. Oh, the team, if the team name was changed from commanders to the Washington prime. Mm -hmm. Washington scores 24 points. You get a free week of Amazon prime. I mean, the only thing that would be acceptable, I think from the fan base in that would be the prime burgers and Deion Sanders. I think I think fans would be fascinated by Deion Sanders, the head coach. And and I would say this, based on limited video that I have seen and how he operates and how he talks to his team, I'm shocked by what I've seen from Deion Sanders. Because I thought he would be all about, you know, hot dogging it and highlighting it and high stepping it and footloose and fancy free. And he seems to be he is a coaching. little bit of an old school yep. tough ass, which I like. Yep. yep. I like. He's doing a good job. He's but coaching. Washington Prime, eh-eh. I think fans would hate that more than they hate the commanders. And they already hate the commanders. Well, yeah. And let, Many do, I you know, say. new ownership, though. They could call him just about anything, and the fans would support that at this point. 301-230-0980. Touchdown at 10 is next right here on the Team 980. Streaming live for free on the Odyssey app.